Good morning and welcome to the House of Wisdom. Our listeners, thank you for joining us. We are really glad you're here because this show is based from students who run their research to ensure that our listeners are able to obtain information and facts to apply in some of their studies as well. However, before we dive into our topic, I want to tell to our listeners that this podcast is for educational purpose only. Anything that will be declared in our topic is based in the research and rationalities of our guests. We are not professionals. This is just about to inform people and share what knowledge we have to our listeners. But we're going to make sure that our best performance will going to help you to fully understand and comprehend the discussion. Without going any further, I am NC, the host of this show. And this podcast is about the most amazing, vital, complex, systematic organ of the human body that manipulates all body system, the one that creates our thoughts and ideas. Welcome to the discoveries of Encephalon. So let's welcome our first guest. Good morning, Ms. Kia. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself? Good day, everyone. I am Kia. I live in Philippines and I am currently studying at CLDHEI. I am invited here basically because I would like to share and inform others about what knowledge I have and also to help people to fully understand the discussion as well to use it some of their um, studies like research, essays, and etc. That's really, really great, Ms. Kia. I invited you here because I know that you know the topic very well. So we're going to play a game that is simple and easy. This game is called Q&A. It's just like a question and answer, but your answer has a twist. At the end of your answer, you should have, or you should state a quote that is relevant to the question. There is no time limit. Your answer can be as long as you want. And also, both of us are going to play this game. So I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to ask me a question too. So we're both going to play this game. We're going to ask a question, and then right after I answer, then it's your turn. Absolutely. Are you ready? This game is something I will never turn my back on. Oh, yes. That's the fighting spirit. And of course, so do I. Let's make this just like a Miss Universe pageant. Okay, so here's the first question, Miss Gia. The first question is, what is the human brain and its function? Again, what is the human brain and its function? Okay, the human brain is an amazing and complex organ of the human body that controls all the body system including central nervous system, respiratory system, digestive system, and etc. The brain is located at the top of our head surrounded by the skull or the cranium, a structure which role is to protect the brain and support the face. The brain controls all the involuntary and voluntary movements of the other organs such as breathing and digestive processes. Also, the brain uses our senses to receive the information being transferred to the body which are the sense of sight, hearing, taste, smell, and thought. These senses are the components that assemble and help the human to respond on the thing he perceives or understands and stores those objects or events in his memory. I believe that an intelligent person will only be considered intelligent if he knows how to educate not only his mind but also his heart. Wow, that is really amazing. Thank you, Ms. Kia. So moving forward, um, would you mind asking me a question, please? Thank you. I'm really glad. Now, it's your turn to answer the next question. What part of the body system does the brain relevant? Thank you for that question, Ms. Gia. So, the body system where the brain is connected is the central nervous system, 
which is the most vital body system where the brain and the spinal cord render complex processes to manipulate other systems and control various functions that occur inside our body. It controls all voluntary movements such as speech and walking and involuntary movements such as blinking and breathing. It is also the core of our thoughts, perception, and emotions. I would say that the central nervous system is just a real-life situation in our life where you should learn or we should learn how to handle our complex situations that happen in our life because if we know how to develop ourselves through those challenges or through those complex situations, we are able to grow and improve ourselves in a proper and distinct way. Thank you so much. I hope that our listeners really enjoy the show because we are not just having fun, but we also able to acquire and obtain information and knowledge about the topic. Yes, it truly is. I actually love teaching and sharing my knowledge to others so that they would be able to use it from their other studies and also be able to know something that interests them. What an aspiration. I also love sharing my knowledge and information that may help people to apply it in their real life so that they would know what's the true meaning of life. They would able to develop their skills, their talents, they possess, and their competencies. So they would help them to have a successful life. And so without going any further, here's your another question, Ms. Kia. Um, what are the parts of the brain and its function? So it's simple. Sure, thank you for that question. The first part of the brain is the cerebrum. It is considered as the largest part of the brain consisting of two halves called hemispheres. The hemisphere is separated by a deep groove called interhemispheric fissure. It performs higher functions like interpreting touch, vision, and hearing, as well as speech, reasoning, emotions, learning, and fine control of movement. It consists of lobes, which are the frontal lobe, the one that controls important voluntary movements, and for managing higher level of executive functions which refers to our cognitive skills such as emotional expression, problem solving, memory, language, judgment, sexual behaviors, and etc. Next is parietal lobe. Its role is to organize and interpret sensory information came from the external world. Third is temporal lobe. It's commonly associated with processing auditory information and with the encoding of memory. Lastly, the occipital lobe. It's associated with visual processing and mapping. Incredible, Miss Kia. What a word. Thank you so much. I hope the next question won't be that hard because maybe I will not be able to answer it. Just kidding. So let's continue the game. <laughs> it won't be that hard, I think. Okay, now, so your next question will be, so um, right now we are done with the cerebrum. Now, explain to us what is cerebellum and the brainstem and how does it function? Well, I think that the cerebellum is responsible for our voluntary movements, such as breathing, heartbeats, and also for digesting foods. Responsible for several functions of motor skills, such as balance, coordination, and posture. The cerebellum has two layers, the cerebellar cortex, which contains most of the cerebellum neurons, and the cerebellar nuclei, which is the innermost layer of the cerebellum, which contains nerve cells for receiving information. The brainstem is located uh, below the cerebellum and at the top of spinal cord, made up of midbrain pons and medulla oblongata. 
Those three functions is responsible for helping regulate breathing, heart rate, blood pressure, and other several important functions. And I believe that just like cerebellum and brainstem, we need other for we need others for us to function well. Thank you so much. What an answer, Miss Nancy. So before we continue the show, let's have a short break first. Here is Edge of Grape by Julian the Phantoms. Welcome back. So after taking a short break, let's now proceed to our next topic. However, I want to tell you all that the results of the game is a tie because we both, uh, Miss Kia and me, have answered two questions. So before we proceed in our next topic, I want to ask Miss Kia, what is the definition of winner for you? Because for me, when you enjoyed, when you have enjoyed and accepted the results of the game, that is the winner for me. How about you, Miss Kia? Oh yes, it is. I have learned that you should not be upset or feel guilty because you have lost. Being unable to win in the game is what makes us stronger. So just believe you can make it and do not forget to be happy whenever you play a game. Because it is the most bizarre feeling you would ever had when playing. That's true. I hope you have learned another thing from Miss Kia. That is really true. However, um, before we end our discussion, Miss Kia, there is some question here I want to ask you, and I think that others might ask you as well. Hmm. Okay. What is it? Okay. So there are people who ask me this. I I think I need your answer about it. So, the question is: Are we able to control our thoughts? Hmm. In a certain study, a person's brain determines how they experience the world around them. The brain weighs about 3 pounds and contains around 100 billion neurons, cells that carry information. According to a survey from 2013, around 65% of Americans believe that we only use 10% of our brain. But this is just a myth. According to an interview with neurologist Barry Gordon in Scientific American, he explained that the majority of the brain is almost always active, like how right? One common brain imaging technique called functional magnetic resonance imaging or the fMRI can measure activity in the brain while a person is performing different tasks. Using these and similar methods, researchers show that most of our brain is in use most of the time, even when a person is performing a very simple action. A lot of the brain is even active when a person is resting or sleeping. The percentage of the brain in use at any given time varies from person to person. It also depends on what a person is doing or thinking about. We are aware of a tiny fraction of the thinking that goes on in our minds, and we can control only a tiny part of our conscious thought. The vast majority of our thinking efforts goes on subconsciously. Only one or two of these thoughts are likely to breach into consciousness at a time. Oh, so there is a technique. That our brain uses, which is the fMRI. And what is that again? Um, functional magnetic resonance imaging. 
So that is the technique that measures the activities or action we do whenever we perform a different task. So I think that now we are doing a podcast, our brain is not performing as if, right? Exactly. So another question, this is this question is like more likely, um, let's say, interesting. Um, why do we dream? Well, one widely held theory about the purpose of dreams is that they help you store important memories and things you've learned, get rid of unimportant memories, and sort through complicated thoughts and feelings. Research shows that sleep helps store memories. I will leave you guys a one quote or saying that hopefully you'll remember. Our brain works like a computer, so make sure you're the only one programming it. Well, I also know a theory, the theory of activation synthesis hypothesis proposed by John Allen Hudson and Robert McCarley, where it states that dreams don't actually mean anything. They are merely electrical brain impulses that pull random thoughts and imagery from our memories. That is also a good point, Miss Ancy. Yes, it truly is. That it is really wonderful to know what really dream is. It's because we are able to Im- to imagine and visualize things that is different from reality. However, the code you have said earlier, what is that again? Our brain works like a computer. So make sure you're the only one programming it. Once again, our brain works like a computer. So make sure you're the only one programming it. Oh, that's really deep and significant. I also want to say to our listeners that don't forget to take care of your intellect, of your inner self. Do not push yourself too hard on things that you cannot do. Just um, let yourself relax on things and be happy. Nourish every moment of your life. Create so much memories because we only live once. Be a good person and dream whatever you like, whatever you want. Because I believe that our dream is the window to our future. So that I think that is the last question. Yes, that is the last question. So that is the end of our discussion. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much to our listeners. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And don't forget to stay tuned because we have a second episode of this podcast named The Most Vital Organ. So thank you so much, Miss Kia. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So again, I am Nancy and I am your host saying that don't wait for the price. Take it. Bring home the bacon. This is the House of Wisdom.